But in the meantime, let's uh, introduce our, our reason of why we thought that this was necessary and appropriate. So we are just coming together to to bring all of our viewpoints, our experiences to give black women the alternative thinking mm. and just giving them information that that we need to to survive and thrive. There are so many things that are avoidable and through the work that we all do, we come in contact with these ladies and we've just decided, you know what, enough is enough. We have to share this, uh, ex- these experiences that we have. We have to share this knowledge that we have. We have to go out there and help and save our sisters. Welcome to another episode of Lead, Teach, and Style. And I am your sister, Nora Muhammad. I'm so glad that you have joined us and you are back this month to hear what your sisters are talking about. I am Shabri Muhammad. And I am Nicole Muhammad. And again, I'm so glad that you have joined us and you're back with us. And I hope you enjoyed last month's episode of Lead, Teach, and Style. It was a very fun conversation that we had. And I think that that was a conversation that uh, is long overdue, especially mm-hmm. as it pertains to Black women in media and in the Black community. And this week, we are back to talk about guiding principles and mm-hmm. what that means and how we should form them, where they come from, and how mm-hmm. we apply them to our lives. So, you know, Shabri, do you want to take it from there? Yes, I hope that, um, you know, we can point out some areas where. Uh, people already, you know, um, uh, some areas in life that they already participate in where they can gain guiding principles from. And maybe we can give some that we use in our day-to-day life, you know, getting through the struggles of life, you know, getting through difficult situations. We all need those guiding principles, those things that we believe in, that uh, we use in any situation that help us, to help others. So maybe we can help you, uh, you know, trigger some something in you that we use or help you look for your own. Wonderful. I think this is a just a wonderful and universal topic to bring up. And I'm just so excited to be talking about it this evening. Mm-hmm. You know, I think anytime we're, we're moving in life, um, anywhere we go, any arena, there are, you know, guidelines and rules. And just as that works out in the world, it's important that we have that as individuals mm-hmm. and each of us have a, a set of internal guidelines and an internal compass that we use to maneuver in terms of our behaviors and um, just the way we, we, we move and, and live. Yeah. So um, for me, it's always helpful when I'm preparing for any subject, talk, class, I I always, um, for me, I like to start with an outline, or in this case, the who, what, where, when, why, and how, right? Mm -hmm. So the what, we're talking about guiding principles. And just for definition's sake, I'll share this with you. Guiding principles are rules or values that we live by. And these rules and these values help us with our decision-making. They help guide our actions and our behaviors. And, you know, many of us, may have lived 40, 50 years and never really thought about what are our guiding principles. For me, I'll say, uh, coming up, my family, um, we didn't necessarily talk about in a formal way, guiding principles, but I was able to observe my family and what was important to them, what was not important to them, 
Um, for example, uh, gossip, that wasn't something that was important to my family, but helping others was very important. So as I grew up and became an adult, I was able to latch on to those principles and those values and the value system of the family that raised me in understanding what's important and what's not important, what to go to and what to stay away from. And so that's how I was able to um, you know, grow up and develop my guiding principles. And I was able to latch onto them. And, you know, fortunately they've helped me be successful in life, you know, but in some cases, family members may not discuss this. They may not have um, as lofty <laughs> principles, we'll say, and they're raising children and bringing people into the world who may not be principled, who may not have values. And that can really cause a problem, not just in families, but as these people come out into the community, they can have adverse impacts on others because they do not share values, they do not have guiding principles, and they don't have general rules that they live by. Yes, and it's quite important too to have them before you get into a difficult situation. Like you grew up knowing these things as a child, you may not have had the opportunity to fall back on them until you became an adult and found yourself in a difficult situation. Um, and I, that's why I think it's so important that we do this show because, you know, for me, it didn't come from family, but it came through experiences. It came through, um, you know, making bad decisions really and learning from them and saying, ooh, that's not a good thing to do. That's not a good idea. And sometimes, you know, even having children and having a family of your own, when you love people unconditionally, you decide, mm, you know what, I'm guiding this family. Uh, I have a role with this family. I have to institute some principles so that we uh, are successful, so that we, you know, stay positive and that I keep them on the right track. Mm -hmm. So, you know, sometimes through experiences, you know, we don't want to get in such a bad situation that, you know, we have to dig ourselves out of it and figure it out the hard way. Um, mm -hmm. But that also happens. And I, I think that's part of my experience with um, laying down some principles that I would like to, um, you know, teach my children and um, my grandchildren and, um, you know, lay down for them prior to getting into a difficult situation or just the challenges, like I said, of everyday life having something set already to help me, you know, get through a tough, a, a tough or a difficult time. Sure. I think you ladies bring up a very important um, component in terms of um, just relationships, experiences. Um, you know, Sister Shabri, you just mentioned about um, instilling in your children and, and Nora, you talked about your family. So that highlights just another, you know, we talk about family a lot here and the significance of uh, family and being in a position to be able to cultivate another person coming up, whether it's your child, uh, someone you have influence over, a niece, a nephew, there's such, uh, or a mentor, someone in the community and another person could even be a peer who's had some experiences that you have not, but it just shows the significance of, of having these relationships with other people and having the opportunity to implant values, you know, self-respect, um, decency, honesty, 
uh, accepting uh, responsibility for our actions. You know, we may not, and we will not always make, you know, the quote unquote right decision, but it's important that we own up to it, whatever it was and accept the consequences and take whatever we've gained from the experience and do better the next time. Mm. Very well said, uh, Nicole. And, you know, you went, you know, we're talking about what, you know, talking about what guiding principles are and you, and you talked about some right there, you know, um, some people say, well, so what is a guiding principle? Could you give me an example? Courage is a guiding principle. Honesty, um, respecting self, respecting others, excellence, um, and, and, and being committed to whatever, whatever endeavor uh, area of life you are in, you know, whether you're in school, it's employment, parenting, you know, uh, <laughs> cooking your dinner, you know, um, so being excellent, being committed. And so these are, you know, a few guiding principles. And Shabri, did you want to say something? Yes, you know, uh, some people uh, in their upbringing too, they receive them from religious institutions, you know. Um, and I think that should be, you know, part of the responsibility of the religious institution, whether it's church, a mosque, a temple, a synagogue, or, you know, wherever you practice, you know, any kind of spirituality and um, those core beliefs that you have, that they're also teaching you, you know, uh, what are those core beliefs that help you and, um, and, you know, help you just get through life. Um, I think that's one that we want to make sure that uh, that is a great source to get principles from for the rest of your life. And I find that when I speak to a lot of young women and I see that they're not making good decisions because their outcome is just not good and maybe they just didn't know, I find that they never had any foundation of principles. They just didn't know, you know, no one, they didn't go to church as a child. They didn't have Sunday school. They didn't go to a mosque. They didn't go to a temple. They just didn't know. And then it's not the responsibility of the school, it seems like, you know? So uh, I do find that some people, um, you know, they don't have religion anymore to fall back on. Mm -hmm. So that's another uh, reason why, you know, we have this show. And let me add one example of a guiding principle that I think is great for everyone. You know, while we're going through our day-to-day -day and uh, making sure we have what we need, to survive and our loved ones have what they need, we should stop and be charitable. You know, just make sure that you are spreading what you have to at least one other person. Mm -hmm. um, you know, whether you're volunteering or whether you're just making a donation, always take of what you have and help others who are in need. Mm, yeah, you know, so um, that's a great point. Uh, and I think that's something that is its own reward. You know, I've, I've come across a, a quote uh, recently, you know, doing good is its own reward. And, it, and it's so true or being virtuous is its own reward. And, you know, people call it karma, you know, whatever we want to call it, you know, it definitely um, pays dividends doing good to others. And so in talking about the what guiding principles, and you, you shared one, Sister Nicole shared some as well. Um, and you touched on this, Shabri, the how, right? How are guiding principles developed? I shared, for me, I followed the lead of my family and what was important to them. 
Uh, some people, as you said, they get their guiding principles from the religious institutions that they attend and that they are affiliated with. Some, as you said, learn from mistakes. Oh, that isn't the outcome that I want. So I think it's critical, especially for our community to consider the outcomes that we want and what can we do or what rules can we live by? What principles can we live by to um, foster the outcomes that we want? Because we don't always think about what outcomes we want. And certainly uh, doing good um, can produce good outcomes um, and doing bad to others is gonna produce outcomes as well. So thinking about the kind of outcomes that we want in our daily life um, for the longevity of our lives, the outcomes we want for our children, for our communities, they can help us determine the guiding principles. And one other thing I will add is being observant of others, right? Um, Nicole mentioned, mentioned relationships and, and being able to observe others and their outcomes, you know, and what do they value? And, and this can come actually just by studying and watching a mentor, by watching somebody um, who you admire, who's in a place or a position that you wanna be at some point in your life, watching, uh, what they do, right? I know uh, I have young sons, Shabri, I know you do as well, and they're really into fitness right now. Right. So what they're doing is they're studying people who are physically fit in a place that they want to be and seeing what are they placing their value in, right? It's nutrition, it's constant exercise and commitment to it. So being able to watch and observe others and see what their outcomes are, you get an inkling into what their values are. Right. And so I think that's just something that I wanted to add in terms of how, because as you said, some people aren't raised in church. You know, there's a new generation that's coming up that's not necessarily raised in church. Like many of us, I remember I go, used to go to Sunday school every Sunday. Um, you know, some parents, some families are, you know, dealing with other things and, and helping the child learn values or instilling values. That's not, you know, part of the conversation or part of the family culture. Um, however, there are there are ways for us to identify values that we want to apply to our lifestyles. Um, very great points. Uh, I just want to take a step back. Um, I think that outcomes, though, is very, very um, significant in identifying those. But I've seen also with um, a lot of people and young people that they don't even know to have a set of principles yeah. or don't have any idea of what kind of outcomes you know they want in their lives so i think it's important for us to also and just for people to who who don't have any or just maybe confused or just aren't sure haven't given it enough thought to what they want in their lives or don't want so you know it's just important to think uh first of all, that I should have some kind of guiding principles mm -hmm. uh, that, you know, help to ground, ground me and ground yourself, as well as thinking about what do I want? Uh, and, and just as important as what you do want in life, you know, maybe you want a nice family, you want a certain uh, career or a profession, uh, the things that behaviors and actions that can contribute to you getting to that point, and identifying those that are gonna take you away from that, especially if you're already engaging in behaviors that will definitely increase the chances that you won't be able to achieve. 
So I think it's good, you know, you mentioned your sons being very interested in, um, you know, nutrition and, and um, you know, fitness to really tap into and explore positive things that, you know, may be of interest that, that we can pursue and, and work towards. Yeah, yeah, excellent. Um, so how, right, you talked about that, we talked about the what, when, when do we apply our principles? And I, I, it's so important first that we have them because when we find ourselves confronted with stress, with challenges, we want to remember who and what we are because our principles are our foundation, right? So we're going to respond based off of our belief system, based off of our value system. So if we're met with disappointment, and we value honesty or, or we value confidence, then that means that I'm not going to go and tell somebody's secret because I didn't get the, the position or the promotion, right? Because I already know who I am. I already know what my values are. So when we're confronted with stress and strain, with winning and success, right? Because success is also a challenge. How do we respond when we win? How do we respond when we're successful? I mean, that's as important as responding appropriately when we're under strain. So the, the importance of having a foundation is so that when we are met it, or excuse me, when we are confronted with everything that life brings us, then we are already pre-programmed based on the value system that we have and how to respond. I, I and, and the audience who uh, this show is targeting, you're familiar with this, um, you know, people may say, a woman may say that, um, you know, my mouth is going to get me in trouble today. I'm usually nice, but my mouth is going to get me in trouble today. Well, if you're usually nice, you should always be nice. Like, you know, who are you? What is your character, right? Do you shift? Are you a, are you a shifter? You know, do you, are you this sometimes or that sometimes, or are you steady? Are you committed to the value system and the foundation that we are developing for ourselves? So, and, and that's important. Um, yeah. Because I'll, I'll tell you, I've, I've seen people under strain and I thought, oh, I didn't know they were that kind of person, mm-hmm. you know? Yes. You know, they should be universal, mm-hmm. you know? Um, they should be universal. They should be principles that really could help anyone. So it's great to share them, you know? Um, when you said, you used the example of, oh, my mouth's gonna get me in trouble today. Well, not today. You know, if your principle is that I don't use my mouth to tear down or I don't use my mouth to get me into trouble, then, you know, when you get in that situation as a person with that principle, you know, maybe you should, shouldn't say anything. Don't let your mouth get you in trouble that day because that's one of the principles that you guide your life by. Mm. Others may guide their life by something else. And then another thing I wanted to add is that we're never too old. We're never too old to learn new principles. You know, life is ever changing um, and we get into situations maybe we hadn't been confronted with before. And so when to use them, you know, maybe we didn't have that principle before, but as we see people and, you know, I was even thinking of certain jobs that you might have, like as a caretaker, you know, a caretaker, a caretaker, a teacher, these are some, a doctor, these are some really giving Uh, um, careers, some really giving um, jobs that we have sometimes. And we learn to take care of other people and how to give ourselves, you Mm -hmm. know, give more of ourselves than we're taking. 
And so the outcome may be to realize, you know what, um, tearing people down, for example, with, by using my mouth, that's not any, that's not a good thing that I want to live by. I want to make sure that I always keep that in check, that I always keep that in control. So, you know, they should be universal so we can pull them out at any time we get into a situation where they apply yeah. and we should never be too old to learn some new principles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, when we have a, a good foundation, uh, even when the stressful situations occur, which they will, we, you know, we're guaranteed the ups and the downs, the, the challenges and the triumphs. So when we do have them, what comes out should be that strong foundation. If it wasn't there, if it's not in our character, then it's still not going to come out when we're in those more adverse situations. Mm -hmm. And I think one of the other uh, principles that is universal for, for all of us to, to practice is gratitude. And that's regardless of who we are, regardless of the situation, whether we view it as something positive or negative, anything that we're going through, it's always important to, to take time to consider what, what I do have, um, what, what, I, what I'm thankful for, you know, when you're alive and you're still, you still have another opportunity for, for something better, to do better, to, to become a better person. And, um, you, you know, you just can't go wrong being grateful. And even when we have a challenge, it's also important to look at, well, what's the lesson in this or potential lesson that I can find? Even when it's something very difficult, how can I use this to better myself, better my understanding of the situation, better understand how I uh, can improve under pressure? Just, I mean, there's just a host of things to, to think about when we're faced with challenges and there's always something that we can, you know, be grateful for as long as we're, you know, living and breathing and have the opportunity for another, another chance and another day. You know, um, I, I love what you said. I was thinking humility, right? Being humble, right? So, um, and, and the reason, you know, the why the why of this conversation is just what you know you said there nicole so that when we are confronted it's already there it, it's already instilled in us so whether i win i'm humble if i lose i'm humble right if i win i'm grateful if i lose i'm grateful you know mm -hmm. so that it's already there sometimes many of us when we're um met with adversity and adversity will dig out what's there <laughs> when we're met with adversity sometimes we don't know what to do how to respond because we don't have a preset for that right and so if we already have a preset for that then we are always prepared and that's sometimes how we get ourselves in a pickle is because we don't have a preset you know so we react or we explode or we um, act in a way that's ill-advised towards success or towards prosperity. And we think, man, how did I get myself in this? Mm -hmm. So, you know, just having that gratitude and, and or, or deciding I'm, I'm going to be a humble person. And then you may say, 
what does that look like? <laughs> what does gratitude look like? It sounds good. So sometimes we do have to go to someone else and see what that looks like or, or uh, talk to someone who appears to be pleasant, appears to have gratitude, appears to be humble because these are words and they look good in the dictionary, but we may not know what they look like when applied. So we may be thinking that we're being humble, you know? Mm -hmm. I'm humble. Well, that didn't sound humble. <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying, but that didn't sound humble. Mm -hmm. So sometimes we need a dress rehearsal. We need to see what that looks like. We need somebody to kind of walk us along because all of these things sound nice, but unless we see it, we may not know how we can apply it <laughs> for our day-to-day -day life. Right. And like with anything, you know, we're not going to be perfect. You know, uh, we're not going to make the best decision all the time. But if you just have a foundation of some things um, and some ways that you want to handle situations when they arise, I know, you know, in speaking about a lot of things that we do, if we, you know, just put forth our best effort in anything that we do, even in making decisions, you know, that can be in anything that we do, whether it's sports or any kind of activity, if it's um, at work, anything that we put our hands on, a craft, a hobby, yeah. that we give our best effort. You know, that, I think that's very important for the young people who sometimes may not realize how important effort is. You know, mm -hmm. um, the goal is not to be mediocre, but to just try, always try hard. And so, and you know, me saying in the beginning that we're not always gonna make the right decision. If we always try to do our best, um, then we'll make the best decision that we could have made. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And another, another point, um, just, you know, even looking at you two ladies is just the significance of surrounding yourself with positive people and people of good character so that you even have other people in your life that you can, you know, bounce ideas off of. You said you may not know what humility looks like or uh, another trait or quality, but if you have people in your life that you can trust and that you know are striving to be, you know, the best person that they can be and have just good quality, good character at their root, then you can, you know, trust and ask, you know, we, we can't always do everything alone. It's important to have, you know, others, reflectors and, and people who can give you honest feedback. Mm -hmm. uh, and then we have to be willing to accept it, you know, even if it is difficult to hear. So also definitely surrounding yourself with trustworthy and positive people. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, you know, lead teaching style, LTS, as we call it, you know, it is a program that has the black woman which also means the black man, the black child, and the black family, as the black woman in mind. And we've seen our sisters um, have outcomes that we know they don't desire and are not intended. And so, so much of that comes down to how we're conducting our lives. And if we don't have a foundation, guiding principles, rules, or values that we've chosen to live by, um, and realize that there are some values that we have that aren't good for us, mm -hmm. that we have to dispossess ourselves of. We have to let them go um, so that we can have the kind of lives that we want. And, you know, we're talking, Nicole, just thinking about gratitude. You know, some of us may not have very much, but boy, if we have gratitude, mm -hmm. if we have gratitude, 
you know, we see our blessings, we count our blessings, and we put ourselves in a position to receive more blessings. So um, it's so important that we have a foundation so that as we are guiding our lives, guiding the lives of our family, our children, that we can make good decisions because we know better. It's very difficult to make good decisions and have quality outcomes when we don't have information. So we encourage you to share this program, Lead, Teach, and Style, with the women and with the girls in your network. If you're a brother that's listening, we thank you for your support, brother. We encourage you to share this with your daughter, with your nieces, with your wife, with your girlfriend, with your mother, with your auntie, and let them know that there's a, a, a few sisters that are bringing a competing message because our goal is to elevate the black woman, which means the black family. And this conversation about, about guiding principles is something that's gonna benefit us all. Yes, don't procrastinate, <laughs> do it today. <laughs> you know, that's one of uh, one thing that I'm learning now, you know, as we talk about learning new principles as life goes on, I'm, I'm practicing myself out of being a procrastinator every single day, because uh, I know it's no good for me, it's no good for my children to see, it's not something I want them to um, grow into because they've witnessed it, you know, growing up. Um, but in this, uh, in this point we're making today and gaining some principles that, you know, they are good before you get into any situation, they're good in any situation, grab hold on some of them today. Don't procrastinate. Yes. Mm -hmm. yeah. And as you said earlier, it is never too late. You can always, it's never too late to improve yourself and not just for yourself, but for others. There are always people watching uh, people who you are conscious of, like your children, and just other people who can, you know, benefit from, from each of us being the best that we can. Yes, yes. So I'll share something I'm working on. So um, it happened to come with the new year. I don't make New Year's resolutions, but this new behavior that I have has come with the new year. When my mail comes in, I either shred it or I address it right there. I don't let it sit and you know how mail can pile up and you know mail can take over an entire home. So you know it, 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 it's handled. It goes where it needs to go whether it's the trash, the shredder, it's handled. And so that's something that I'm working with is like you said it's never too late to apply something new so that we can continue improving our lives. Yes. Thank you so much for joining us and we look forward to you coming back and joining us next month for another great episode of Lead, Teach, and Style. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Lead, Teach, and Style. Be sure to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Lead, Teach, Style. You can email your questions and comments to leadteachstyle at gmail.com and subscribe to the Lead, Teach, and Style YouTube page. You can find links to all in today's show notes. And don't forget to drop us a rating and review on iTunes.